Hey guys, just a heads up, this is a not safe for work podcast, so keep it in your pants until you won't get busted. <laughs> Orgasmic Terrorist, a podcast about acceptance around becoming authentic within our sexual exploration. Orgasmic Terrorist. Thank you for joining us here on Orgasmic Tourist today. Before we dive into this episode, we want to issue a trigger warning for potentially sensitive content that may be discussed. This episode may contain discussions about topics that can be distressing and triggering, including the following domestic violence, mental and emotional abuse, sexual assault and rape, sexual acts, suicide, and child abuse. We want to prioritize your well being above all else. Please do not feel obligated to listen to this episode if you believe it may be harmful or distressing for you. Your mental and emotional health are incredibly important to us here at Orgasmic Terrorist. If you choose to continue listening, please ensure that you have a support system in place or seek professional help if needed. Thank you for your understanding and take care of yourselves always. Welcome to Orgasmic Terrorist. Jenna Sarah's here. Hi, guys. You were telling me a story that really rang some bells in both of our hearts. Do you want to share it now? Yeah, sure. So this whole podcast is going to be about toxic exes that might be ex-doms <laughs> and the revenge porn that I found myself in recently. I wanted to talk about it because I am not going to stand for it. I'm not going to be bullied. I'm not going to be made to be a fool or a pawn. I have an ex who was my dom. And I had gone to a party and I had a gal walk up to me and let me know that we had an ex-partner in common and proceed to tell me that this ex in common was sharing my and his private videos. I don't know to how many people, but at least to her and was also using our relationship to spread lies and to manipulate emotionally and mentally, these partners and continue to abuse them by using me and our ex relationship, which is wild because this it's been years. <laughs> There's literally no reason for my name to be in his mouth. Like all contact gone. I walked away quiet. I didn't say anything at the time. Now I'm saying stuff because you don't get to do that. You don't get to use stuff like this to do damage to others. And you don't get to use me to damage others. Yeah, it's really shitty. He's also making up lovely lies about my relationship with my husband. And that I think pisses me off more than anything else. Two things that you don't do, right? Because I know you're an awesome man. He, uh, and I, yeah. Why do people think that you can get back at somebody by tearing them down behind their back? What? It, how does that empower you? I don't just well, uh, you're a narcissistic piece of shit. That's how that <laughs> empowers you. I mean, let's call a spade a spade here. Normal, rational people don't do these things, right? True. And True. the thing that I am lucky in is that I'm out to most of my family. <laughs> my husband and I have been together for 14 years. We're very fucking happy. This is a made up narrative by him. All it's doing is poisoning the well, right? Which is fine because... I got my own well down here. We have our own wells down here. It doesn't matter. Right. You know, people that aren't in, you know, relationships, can you imagine 
if what this could possibly do to them in their lives. Now, I don't like it. And I'm not saying that it's not affecting me. I am fucking pissed. And I am definitely doing all the things to correct his behavior a thousand percent. But I guess I'm, well, I'm actually five or six days out now. <laughs> I'm actually finding it out because I know, Sarah, I told you right when it happened and I am much more calm right now than I was when I originally found out because it's like, oh, go burn his house down right now. <laughs> Your sentences are making full on sentences. They were short words. Yeah. He, mm, ah, ah. <laughs> you are not. Yeah. Yeah, just that flustered, like this motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, it's a small minded thing to do. It is about control. It is toxic. It's not okay. It's illegal. And until I think, again, you find yourself in this situation, it's another thing that isn't really talked about. So in this whole podcast, this season, we're talking about BDSM and giving groundwork. Well, Lucky for all of you that this happened to me, so we can discuss this too. <laughs> well, and I, and I can I see this as shedding light on toxic relationships, revenge porn, yeah, but also the collective responsibility that we share in this community to ensure people's safety. One of the things that I think we kind of talked about previously is what I feel in this community is I feel safe. Because of the people around me, I don't feel like I've ever been put in a situation to where this would have happened to me. But I've had a friend that has an experience that we'll talk about later. So you Um, make a good point. Yeah, not everybody has to go through this, right? But don't think, Sarah, for a second that this couldn't happen to you. Anytime you take photos with anybody, any videos you take, just because, and I asked when I left this relationship, please delete our stuff. It is no longer appropriate for you to have any of these things. And I deleted it. We've talked for last season. I was even like, Jesus, I freaking lost all my porn, blah, 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 blah. When I am done with a relationship, it is no longer acceptable for anybody on either side to keep any porn made, any private photos made. It needs to be deleted. It is not fodder to be used to harm or go forward or for you to even get your dick off again. If we are done, delete it. And it wasn't. And now three years later, three years later, this comes. So Sarah, listeners, any of you out there, if you have done this, if you have made porn with your partner and any partner, any form or fashion, if you've sent intimate photos, anything like that, this can happen to you. People are petty as fuck. They don't like to be told no. They like to abuse people. And this is what happens. Like I never in a million years. Would I have thought that this dude would do this? Never. I don't see how he, why, I mean, I guess I, I, cause I'm not this mean. I don't see why he would have done it, but apparently he wants to manipulate and hurt people. Uh, yeah. That's why that's fucking bothers me the most is you don't get to use me and my relationship to fucking abuse other people. And so then it becomes this discussion on, okay, well, what can I do about it now? And how am I going to respond to this? And what's going to happen? Because I really feel in our community, it's very important for people to know who the predators are. Yeah. Yet, yet, I have also watched this community for years totally accept predators because, oh, they give me party drugs. Oh, they throw good parties. Oh, they give me alcohol. Oh, they do this. Oh, they're so nice to me. I've never seen this. 
And it's fucking garbage. And I don't care if I get shit on by my community. I don't. I want people out there to know that this guy who is in our community is willing and able to do these things because I don't want this to happen to anybody else. That's my feelings. But again, we'll see how it gets received because I've already made a Facebook post. I've not said the name. I will not say the name. I will if anybody feels the need to come to me and ask me if it's a specific person, I will definitely verify the name. I'm looking into reporting him to the police because I firmly believe that this needs to stop and I need a starting point from which to go from. And then I'm just letting people in my community know that in his community now, without using his name, hey, there's a really toxic person. It's not going to be hard to identify. Do you know what I mean? Yes, I do. I do. Wow. Do we want to talk about red flags and the differences between BDSM and abuse? I think this is a good time that we can just maybe put some identifiers out there. Um, Yeah. Toxic relationships are generally characterized by controlling behaviors, right? Manipulation and emotional abuse. And then recognizing signs early on empowers individuals to establish healthy boundaries and seek support when needed. So if you are, for me, how about for me, we'll say in this specifically, It was constant gaslighting. It was adding a partner and lying about it via omission. It was making, assigning blame that was not mine. I was accused of making him insecure in his marriage when he was the one that was telling me that he was done with his wife, was going to leave. And all I did was like, hey, if this is the case, how can I best support you? blah, 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 blah. And no, turn it around on me. Broke up with me on my birthday. (laughs) Then broke up with me again two days later via text. (laughs) Told me my present was coming, never came. (laughs) Like piece of shit, right? But you find yourself in love with these people. And especially in a dom-sub relationship, It can become toxic really fast if you have a fake dom out there. And I believe that this guy was like finding out from this lady that our abuse and experience was the same. Sarah, I thought I was unique. I was hoping I was unique in the abuse because I never wanted another woman to go through that. Oh, no, this motherfucker, same hotels, same bars, same restaurants, same line about leaving his wife, same making her feel like it's her emotional responsibility to support him and then brings on two partners for this gal at the end without discussion and then blames her for not being understanding about Polly. So (laughs) motherfucker burning it down. Hell no. You are unoriginal. You are a piece of shit. You are low life, classless, lame, wannabe dom. Every time and any time I've ever spoken about this dude, it's always been a what not to do. And I continue to say, he is a what not to do. Right. So people out there in your BDSM relationships and your dom-sub relationships, you fucking keep an eye on that. You keep an eye on it, especially in a DS relationship. And when I started having to ask for time to be myself, that was the first red flag. Because Explain it that. made it feel, well, so there was, it was always like, we only got together twice a week. It was immediate DS. There was no Jenna as Jenna. And him as him, it was always daddy baby immediately. Well, if I only get to see you two times a week, it's very limited time. And I didn't used to stay the night or anything like that. It used to just be like from X amount of time to X amount of time, right? 
So you have like six to eight hours together, unless it's a long weekend day, if you're lucky. And trust me, he'd let you know you were lucky. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) uh, So there wasn't a lot of time to discuss important issues. There was no time for Jenna to be Jenna. It always had to be baby immediately. And so it got to where I was so fucking frustrated because if you were stuck in that state of mind, when is it, when is a sub, do you come up and go, well, daddy, I need to talk to you about all the hard things that I'm going through and all the things that you're doing to me. And I'm not very healthy about there's never a time because it's, you're already in that role. So I had to start going, Hey, I'm fracturing inside. I need to talk to you. So when we go to dinner before said fun times, can I just be myself, please? Because then I can feel safer to show up for myself. I'm not feeling like there's this upper echelon divide. Does that make sense? Yes. So at the end, there were cracks and I was so overwhelmed and so shut down and so confused. I didn't even know that we were breaking up for reals. <laughs> like I had to ask, are you breaking up with me? What? What? And then it was, no, I just feel like blah, blah, blah. And then two days later via text, you fucking clown, you fucking tail between your leg coward. And then of course blamed me, you know, it's, it is what it is, but that, that's, that was what I experienced. I mean, I walked away, Sarah feeling like, you know, bummer. I didn't quite figure all of this out until later, right? Because you're shell-shocked. I was so devastated. I was so heartbroken that our relationship ended out of the blue. Never really felt like the minute that he brought on the one, the girl that he brought on without telling me, that was the minute the decline in the relationship happened. Because to me, if you are in an E&M relationship or a poly relationship, or this is what you're identifying as, why are you cheating? Because bringing on a new partner without telling your existing partners, that's cheating. That's not okay. And just because you didn't tell me for a month and then was like, so I wanted to let you know, I've been really scared to tell you that I'm seeing somebody else and make it my fault. So there was all these little red flags along the way. But as you're going through the relationship and you're getting kicked in the pussy and kicked in the pussy and kicked in the pussy and you are like, I had whiplash. Because so, everything was my fault. I think it's kind of funny how they, some the manipulators, how they turned it around on you. Oh, I've been scared because of our reaction. I had a situation with a lover recently and they, they broke up with me with chat GPT. So I just had to put that out there because that was just. Super- <laughs> I love chat. I love me some chat, but they broke <laughs> up with me. They couldn't say the word. So they had to type it into chat to explain what they wanted. <laughs> but then they turned around and told me that it was because they were afraid of they were afraid of how i would react and i'm like i have been nothing but supportive of your emotional states and your highs and lows and dramas and i have never tried to get in the middle i've been on the outskirts but then turn around and come to me like but i've been afraid of to tell you this oh and aren't they always i don't know six foot plus dudes that how tall are we both like five 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 yeah. four you're scared to tell me like it's some physical reaction that i'm gonna do i'm just gonna spider monkey up your fucking large ass body and like <laughs> wh- wh- why are you scared you were scared because you did something fucking wrong right. and you don't want to have consequences 
to your bullshit behavior. Oh, I got it all the time too. This one's telling people that I forced him to record these videos for my husband because it was the only way that I would have sex with him. Okay, I'm bound and gagged in all of these videos. So please tell me how I'm making anybody do anything. And by the way, if you have a partner that does do that to you, don't be with that partner. All of my stuff is always consensual. It's always, hey, I really love sharing videos with my husband. Are you down for that? If you're not, I totally understand. And that doesn't have to happen. I'm just saying if you are, can we? But I certainly didn't take the videos on my phone. I certainly didn't send them to my husband from your phone. This is all consent. What he's doing now is not consensual at all. And I'm going to burn a motherfucker down. I'm sorry. I I have no time for this shit. I have zero time. You got lucky. I walked away three years ago, fucking tight-lipped, thinking you were still a good guy and that we, you know, just didn't work out. I've had three years of going back over that relationship time and time again and healthy relationships since then. And now I'm like, oh, (laughs) example of that. You're so cute. (laughs) Now, see, now I'm going to have to do something. So yeah, immediately I called you, Sarah. And I was like, so this is what we're doing. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, I'm just making people aware that this person's out there. So let's talk about Community responsibilities then. Yeah. Our community plays such a crucial role in preventing harm. And this is part of why I'm doing this now is I'm part of that community. And I don't want any other woman to experience the things that I experienced for this person. But again, you have these people that are willing to be like, well, he's a good guy or she's a great gal. She didn't do this to me because they get something out of it. Right. And so it just depends on which part of that community you are. (laughs) But for me, I want, you know, bystander intervention, supporting the victims that this stuff is happening to. And I just want to promote healthy relationship norms. This is not normal. Communication, truthfulness, things like that. Healthy relationships. Absolutely. I have a story that I think goes in with uh, bystander interventions. One of my dearest friends had gone to a birthday party in a dungeon and normal situation. They agreed to go on the St. Christopher's cross and Uh to be flogged and, you know, paddled a little bit. There was negotiation. Everything was done beautifully. Appropriately. And appropriately. She felt safe. And a person outside of the scene came in and interjected a treatment on her literally choked her out on the cross to where she passed out. Nobody stopped it. Not even the person that put her on the cross. Now that bothered me. So I went back to the DM. I went back to the individual that negotiated the scene and I I had conversations. It was my friend and I introduced them to. And so I was very protective. My biggest thing was why didn't anybody stop the scene until she passed out? That is so bad all the way around, especially, I mean, she could have been, yeah, that's, it's, again, it's toxic people. It's, you know, say what you want about motorcycle riders. I'm a motorcycle rider. And I'm like, you see those assholes on the freeway doing stupid shit and they make everybody, then the whole opinion is all the motorcycle people are 
our pieces <laughs> of shit, right? So a bad egg in any circumstance can spoil the bunch. And that's such a crazy fucking story. Now you had that happen. You stood up, you said something, you did the appropriate thing, and you're watching all these people stand by. And again, what are they getting out of it that they're not going to do the right thing? What would you ever, what would ever make you stand there and be like, this is fine. This is fine. This is right. Yeah. Well, I, what I don't get it. And I still didn't get it. Even later when I was like questioning everybody, because I wasn't on site, because obviously I wouldn't have intervened on that scene because it was my friend and I know where her limits are. Yeah. I'm very protective of my girls when we go to these parties I watch and become mom bear. You sound like you're a madam. (laughs) I am. I am. I mean, in a way, I protect my girls. If anybody's not following, I know their rules and I know her limits. You know, she was my friend that I brought to these parties. I just happened to be out of town that day. And when I heard about it, I went, oh man, did I go sideways on the DM, which is Dungeon Master. Um, (laughs) And I told him, I said, how did you, I wasn't in the room. How did it get so far left? Wasn't there any, where's the rules? We set up rules for your dungeon. I printed them out for him. What happened? Because there are set rules. Every dungeon has set rules and set uh, philosophies that they want you to follow and that they will insist on enforcing. For instance, some of them don't allow you to take videos. Some of them will, um, some of them will not allow you to use certain implements. Cutting one house I knew I went to didn't allow cutting because they didn't want to have to deal with the biohazard. Fair, right? Fair. <laughs> yeah. Some of them have the sharps containers and all of the sanitizing stuff, gloves and gauze and whatnot to do cutting. But that is house rules, basically. Yeah. Um, so I'm floored that these happen, but we want to talk about some of the legal issues and safeties. Thank God there is definitely recourse for all this stuff. Legal options right now, many jurisdictions have laws specifically criminalizing it. And I know that Oregon actually really does too. Definitely going down that avenue because I want something. If if nothing else, right? So they can be, I know that if um, offenders can be facing charges like harassment, invasion of privacy, and um, extortion in some cases, this is not... As far as I know, none of our videos from me and this guy are being used on social media in any way. I think that it's just a private, like it's him with our stuff on his personal phones. And he's like showing people off of that phone, like showing his partners to fucking harass them or whatever. So I'm not quite sure what the charges would be or can be, but I do want to report it because I want something. Start it there. So then you can also, you know, civil lawsuits. I can sue him for damages, which includes compensation for emotional distress and harm to reputation and other losses if I needed to, right? It's just going to, it just sucks because it's all going to cost me money (laughs) to do this stuff, right? When I willingly was in love with you and all you had to do was be appropriate. Now you're costing me money on top of this stuff. But also if you do find yourself on online platforms, report the content. If you know me and you see it, please report the content because I want this person to get in trouble and I want it to be done legally. 
Most social media and content sharing platforms have these policies against non-consensual pornography and can take down the content. So just make sure that you find that area within whatever platform you're on and make sure that they know about it. And then obviously reporting it to law enforcement, providing evidence of the non-consensual distribution, which is going to be hard for me because I'm protecting the person that told me they are, I feel like very recently out of this relationship with our mutual ex-partner and very traumatized. And, you know, I'm three years out and I'm pissed. This person is still very traumatized. So I'm trying to not involve them because I need to let them heal around their things. And since it's for right now, for all I know, it is not, not out there. But I mean, yeah, I would go, I'm going to go on to FetLife. I'm going to go on to these other platforms. I'm going to go. I know that he goes to a lot of munches. I know that he, you know, he's out there. He's out there and he can do, God knows if he's doing it with me and my stuff, he's doing it with every woman's stuff that he's ever been with, right? It's not like it's anything special about me. It's still control. That's what he's doing. He's maintaining control, he thinks, over me because he still has this shit. He's created a whole false story about my relationship with my husband, which he is saying out of his mouth hole to other people, which motherfucker, oh, let's talk about your fucking psycho wife and you as the piece of shit that you are. I digress. <sighs> Sorry. Get a little fucking pissed. <laughs> You're a little healing happening there. I'm angry. I'm angry. I'm angry to be used in this way. And it's all control. He's using our shit to shit on the people that he's with now. I guarantee you, because I had to ask this person, I was like, were we together at the same time? Were you seeing him at the same time? Because I didn't know this person from Adam, but she fucking knew me in a costume at a Halloween party. How do you recognize somebody you've never fucking met just by a fucking video? That tells me how often. He tormented this person with our shit. Was I in an all-out costume? No. But Jesus Christ, like, what? Right. That is wild. That's wild. So we're doing a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Burning it down. No, I'm just Burning kidding. it down. I don't trust him. I don't trust him for anybody out there. It's That's unfortunate. And the, the fucked up part is everybody thinks he's a great guy. So I'm here to tell you he's not. Not. No. So we talked about reporting it on platforms. We talked about maybe even seeking legal advice if you feel like you or want to sue or want to have a voice. Um, there's counseling groups and support groups, I'm sure, out there. Um, there are, for sure. Um, and then there's nonprofit organizations that's like the civil rights, um, civil, cyber civil rights there are nonprofit organizations out there that are cyber civil rights initiatives without my consent and other ones that you can tap into. I'm sure there's plenty of resources that they'd love to share with you. If you feel that you've been a victim of either revenge porn of a toxic individual slash dom. Yeah, for sure. I think it's really important. Like I, I have the moral fortitude, I think, for this one, where because it's been so long, the healing that I needed to do has been done for a while. Now you're poking a bear. 
right? But for people that this is just happening to, for people that are in these situations right now, it's so devastating. It's so fucking devastating. So please, yes, please reach out to your community. Reach out to your friends. Go see counselors if you need to. People that do this stuff, people that gaslight you, toxic exes, the, the damage that they do to your psyche, to who you are. I mean, I remember just racking my brain, trying to figure out why I wasn't enough, what, what was happening. And it wasn't until a vanilla friend of mine was like, you said he was Polly, right? And I was like, yeah. And she goes, oh, I just think he's dating. And I was like, <laughs> What does that mean? And she goes, yeah, he's just dating. He's just, you're just a puzzle piece to fit into the piece that he was missing. He's cultivating his perfect relationship via numbers of women, which is disgusting and the wrong version of Polly. We do not do that to people. They are not pawns. We are not collecting people to make a fucking perfect relationship for you out of five different people and only allowing them and using them for those fucking things. You can suck my fat cock, bro, because it's definitely bigger than yours. We don't do that. Polly is not that. You have individual whole relationships with these other people. Is your personality different with each person? Probably. It's a different fucking relationship that stands on its own. But we don't collect people to abuse them, to use them. We're not doing that shit. But yes, definitely. This is the stuff, right? This is the toxic stuff. And so many people don't want to talk about it. I have seen, I have a friend that lifestyle for 30 fucking years. And this man, every single time, he sees a predator come back into the community is the first one to post about it and post comes with receipts, whether that is the fucking public information of this person's arrest for what they've done, whether that's assault or shitty stuff, right? Really bad, shitty stuff. He'll post it. And not, let me tell you, he gets shit on by members of the community. You shouldn't do that. That's not okay. Why is it not okay to share that this person's a predator? Why are you making it okay for this person to come back? Because that seems to be the pattern as they go away. When the heat is on, these predators, they go away at a spotlight for a bit. And then two, three years later, they just slowly dip their toe back in. You start to see them liking comments. They're back on Facebook. No, no. You're going to get called out every fucking time, especially by me. I'm sorry. I'm not here for any of that shit. If I hear through the grapevine and I see the receipts, you are dead to me. I'm not going to any of your parties. I don't want to fucking be friends with you. I, I want nothing from you. I'll, you'll never see me. And I miss out on going to things that I want to go to because these people are going to be there. But I'm not fostering this bullshit. Right. I'm not. I'm sorry. I'm not going to show up and support anybody that does this shit. And I won't. But you know what? Do you know how many people still do? Because what do they get for it? This isn't happening to me. I don't, this, I don't have this experience from this person. So it's okay still. The fuck it is. So it's got to stop. And it's going to stop here with me, with this one, for fucking sure. And I'm going to see something, say something. I'm so fucking done with these assholes invading our community and fucking ruining it. Like, no, not, no, not here for this shit. Stay the fuck away from me. Everybody be warned. If you want to date me, <laughs> these are the rules that you have to adhere to because I will burn it down. <laughs> Amen. There you go. 
Yes, you will be a podcast. <laughs> multiple podcasts, maybe. Multiple, multiple. <laughs> so it is important though, like when I'm doing this stuff, right? Because I don't have a legal case right now. I also need to protect myself. I do not want to get sued for slander. So you do it in other ways. So mine is educating the community around the harm that this has caused me, right? Gave them, I didn't explicitly name the perpetrator. I have offered to confirm. So if you want to come with the name and ask me if it's this person, yes, I will tell you it's this person, but I'm not going to blanket to it because right now it's all hearsay. But there is no doubt in my mind after this lady described what was in those videos that that she's definitely, I definitely see my content without consent. I like to share my story because I think that's where you start to take it back. You start to get that out there and you put a name to it before it becomes too overwhelming. Again, I'm three years out of this. All I have for this situation is anger <laughs> and a fucking a mic. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, I think it's important for people to share stories in communities, especially up in community pages where you know that they frequent. You don't have to name them. You don't have to say the things. And by the way, if they read it and they get mad and you have not mentioned their names and they come after you, that is just kind of their own admission for guilt. Why would you think I was talking about you? Right. Maybe you should fix your shit if you identify with this. So there's that. I've also like sex clubs, you know, that we go to. That is an, if you go to a sex club, they have an authorization form. Every one of them do, right? One that I know that this one frequents. When I called and said, hey, XYZ, they were like, oh, yeah. So that's actually a breach from our waiver. So that gets you a kick out. Nice. Yeah. Nice. It's important to do the due diligence. And I'm sorry, but I'm not going to let this happen to anybody else. I want it to stop with me. And then what we've already provided the resources, right? There's a couple of those groups, the Cyber Civil Rights Initiative. There's another group without my consent. Get online. See who's out there that can help you in this situation. And then just do advocacy for not making these things okay and acceptable in your community. You have to say something if you see something. I'm so tired of everybody being so quiet because this person brings this to me. Fuck, get the fuck out of here with that shit. And if I see you doing that, by the way, as a community member, most likely you and I are not going to be friends anymore either. And I'm not coming to your parties because if you can support somebody and justify it in your mind because it's not happening to you, you are an unsafe piece of shit too. I'm sorry. I'm, no, I'm not sorry. I'm not. You need to go down too. And so I just quietly... I'm just irritated. I'm so fucking mad. Like I never, I, this is why I have anxiety when I go to these things. Cause I feel like every time I go to an event, which is wild to me, Sarah, cause I'm not really out there that much. That's not my life. Like I'm not at the clubs all the time. I'm not out there doing these things. And it seems like every time I go to an event, whether it's private, public, whatever, I get sideswiped by something like this. And it blows my goddamn mind. I'm like, what is it about me that people just love to shit on? Because I'm not that. Like this lady was terrified to talk to me. So we had a lot of the same friends too, I found out, right? 
Right. And so if we were, if, if she was going to event, and again, I didn't know this lady from anyone because he's blocked on all my stuff. He would ask if I was going, did it say I was interested, that say I was going, and then would dictate to her what was appropriate for her to do if I was there. Why are you warning people about what? Why are you using me to boost you or shit on other people? What does it matter if we go to the same places? Like, I don't know her. <laughs> I didn't know her at all until she came to tell me that. So just to see that, oh, it's what pisses me off too. Just to see the fear in this poor woman. I'm a pussycat. I'm not a, I'm not a monster. I'm not an asshole. I am the sweetest person. One of the sweetest people. I'm sorry. I am. I can accept that and brag about that and say that I, I love with my whole heart. I'm a good person. I'm a good partner. I'm a fucking excellent friend. Like those relationships are important to me. So to have some woman walk up to me, like trembling, like a leaf was just disgusting. And I was like, what is happening? <laughs> Why? Did I do something to you? Did I kick you in the pussy at some point and I don't remember? Or did I hurt you in some way? No, same partner. Oh, bummer. Sorry, babes. So our takeaway for today. <laughs> Seriously, are you done burning it down? <laughs> <laughs> no, I just think that it's concise. The information's out there. I mean, I was doing research on revenge porn and there's sites that you can report these people there's pig busters things like that you can get a voice out there your hands aren't tied now given they do say that if it's out on the internet it's never coming down well we can make a better effort at it these days and we can stop it before it happens yeah right and, and at least if it happens let's do the things let's call these people out let's not let them in the community let's make it really hard for them it's not like that's the most that you can do and I'm here for it. <laughs> I'm here for it. I don't, God forbid, anybody else has to do this. So we'll have some of these links in the show notes, right? That can help these people, some of the foundations. And yeah, I mean, again, it's more impactful when you say your story. It's more impactful when you hold these people accountable. And I am doing everything I can to hold this person accountable legally, right? Not doing it behind his back petty. Like, this fucking and illegally like he's doing like legally now you deserve to have these things happen to you i agree i think that we have a lot to say with this and if you want to share your story you want to have a an ear to listen to send us your story email it to us or leave it on our message or we'd love to hear from you how you rose above it or how you're going through it now we can help out if we need to absolutely I'm here for that. All right. Well, with that, why don't we go tell people to go be good humans? Do better. God damn it. <laughs> go be good humans. I'm pissed. <laughs> <laughs>